Hey, fighters, this is Josh. Sorry this episode is, oh, week late? It's super late. It was supposed to be out on Friday, so I apologize. Sometimes life gets in the way. You might also notice that our weekly episode right now is a couple days late. I'm going to jump straight on that one. I blame Roland for part of it. We, especially the bonus episodes, since they have less of a format, this upcoming month, when I have to edit it, our bonus episode recorded it over two hours. I'm not going to make you listen to it. We genuinely bonus episoded for like seven minutes and then talked about wrestling for like two hours. It's really a problem. Also, the challenge video has not quite gone up yet. It is uploading right now. It's processing. We're going to get it for you as soon as we can, and you will see the issues he and I have when it comes to wrestling talk. I just disagree with him about who the best manager of all time is. Most people I disagree with about who the best manager of all time is. It's a, I'll keep it off of this, so I'm sorry. Sometimes life gets in the way. I'm editing down to the wire. Certainly down to the wire. I'm weak behind. I'm, I'm, I'm down to the wire. I'm below the wire. I don't know. Uh, so normally I feel like I would do a lot more talking about this, like, you know, stuff. I, I don't want to. That being said, I just finished editing this episode. There's a chunk at the end where we talk about John Wick, and that's going to be my recommendation. I just watched it again last week for the second time, and it was still so good. That movie was fantastic. I feel like that sort of... I mean, like, we all knew it was happening, because for that last week before it came out, they were advertising like crazy, but I feel like people didn't... Like, it sort of flew under the radar anyway. Check it out, because it was so good. Probably the best Keanu Reeves role yet. I'm not gonna... You're gonna hear so many mouth sounds out of me. I'm not gonna edit this part. You might even notice in the show there are parts where I'm like, oh, I should edit that out. That was a disaster, and then we retake things. Didn't you're gonna hear those. This was a rush job. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, check out John Wick. It was so good. And then I think it was yesterday. It must have been yesterday. They don't release news over the weekends. Today is Wednesday. That was a mistake. So yesterday, the day before, I even heard that they greenlit the sequel to John Wick. So that is fantastic. So make sure you see John Wick. Because how are you gonna see the sequel if you don't see the first one? And now I don't even have enough time to edit down some music to put between. So if you don't mind. Maybe I'll sing a little song to fade us out into the episode. This was a bad idea, but, oh boy, how should it go? Just like, Hello and welcome to NFP, the Nerd Fighting Podcast. I, as always, am your host, Josh, and for the bonus episode of Movie Villain Month, joining me is... Roland! Every now and then I start singing the intro, it gets really weird. It does, but I'm with it. That's the mood I'm in. I'm good with it. I love bonus episodes. That was barely singing. There's one time where I was like, hello and welcome to... And then I realized what I was doing. I think we edited it out. So now you slapped yourself in the face like you should have. Well, like I said, this is the bonus episode for Movie Villain Month. Yeah, that's just the sort of excitement we have going on. We're crashing stuff around. It's amazing. We wanted to try and come up with something good to celebrate Movie Villain Month. We said, you know, we had a couple Rickmans in there. Who else is a classic classic movie villain. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think. No, I'm not. I always edit out silence. Who wait, is it, Roland? Wait, wait, classic movie villain or classic movie villain actor? Oh, actor. Sorry. Who is a, like, a guy that's like just busts out classic movie villains? Very much so. Um, right, right. That's who you should be thinking of. Who is it? Uh, I personally, my, my, my opinion, my, my, my opinion is uh, a guy who goes <laughs> by the, a guy who goes by the name of uh, Gary Oldman. By the way, when you Google search Gary Oldman, don't forget the R. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, that joke is terrible. I had to use it. Wow. But I, seriously, Gary Oldman is 
is awesome for villains. That is. Yes. And he heroes, is. too. He does some good heroes. He's got some solid ones. He's been doing them more lately, taking this weird good turn. Serious Black, up Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. But let's let, let's not be on. Let's not forget who we got famous on Dracula, Emmanuel, uh, John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg, Sid Vicious. That was uh, early. The bad guy from Leon the Professional. So we're going to take eight of his roles. We already picked them. We actually came up with like nine great ones that are kind of iconic. We had to cut one. Bring it down to eight because it's a perfect bracket. We who'd, set up the bracket. Who'd we cut? Just for the record, we cut. I had I known, I wouldn't have crossed it out so vigorously. You can't even read it anymore. Drexel Spivey. Ah, from True Romance. Oh, Again, True Romance. Only because neither one of us are really familiar with that character. I saw that movie way long ago. I'm Same not ready for it. We cut him. We got down to eight. A perfect bracket. We rolled up the first round of the bracket already off the show because we did it once on the show. And boy, that was that a took time a long suck. time. Yes, that was did. rough. We rolled up ahead of time. The rest of it is we have not planned it. Although some of them are sort of gimmies. Let's be honest. It, yeah. it happens. You know, you got a wizard and Dracula in there. It's hard not to be a gimme sometimes. Fair enough. But we're gonna see how it comes out with classic great. Yeah. This guy's nuts. Now we're going. Most of these roles are nuts. Yeah, we're going off the uh, thing here where if we don't agree on it, we have to agree on it. Basically, who wins the fight? Or they're not moving forward. Or oh, they're not moving forward. Which we have we're to bust get... them out quick too. This is none of that lame. Yeah, this is a bonus wasting episode. our time fighting. No timer on this. We just we discuss. We we're move on to the next. We're explaining it like we haven't done it twenty times already. We've done it once before. A couple times. Well, the other one, remember the <clears throat> the thing we don't mention on the air. You mean Johnny? We can't mention Johnny <laughs> on the air. Not where I was going, but I like it. Sorry, Johnny. Love you, but you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him you never listen to his episodes. You're just saying that for, to be mean. For like, the record, I haven't heard his episodes because they haven't aired yet. Whoa! We are recording this live. We are breaking the fourth you. wall here, folks. Come on. So, behind uh, the scenes. Uh, let's jump into our first fight. <laughs> it is Sirius Black against Lee Harvey Oswald. Dude, we need to have a discussion. Yes, because Lee Harvey Oswald would shoot him from a distance and use a magic bullet. Magic bullet versus wizard! <laughs> magic bullet! Dude! Uh, but what's the magic bullet? Like an ice it bullet? It turns mid-air and does multiple shots. No, he's not a one bullet. No, it's not It's not a curving. Remember, he, it went through one guy's throat, through another guy's wrist, and through uh, JFK's head. Lee Harvey Oswald fires magical turning bullets. This fight, I'm giving it to JFK, because his bullets turn midair. Wait, JFK wins it? No, you know what I meant. <laughs> Zombie JFK pops him off the car and says, hell with both of you. No, dude, how do you not give it to Sirius Black? You're just trying to find a reason not to give it to Sirius Black, because he's so blatantly No, aware. I we rolled this up randomly. I didn't think that Lee Master Harvey Oswald wizard. is a magic user. He he, he fires ma he fires magical bullets. They've actually called it the magic bullet theory. Magic if, versus magic. If Lee Harvey Oswald wins this one and moves on to the next round, okay. you have to admit to being a bastard. I am a bastard. My parents were I was eight when my parent were, parents were married. Nope. Legally I am being a bastard. Being a bastard for this argument you're making. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Come on, that Lee Harvey Oswald's a magic user that's stronger than Sirius Black because magic bullet, so he wins the fight. It's called the magic bullet theory. It's a magical bullet. Theory, not the magic bullet he actually used. It's Okay, a theory is something written down on a paper. A book is something written down on a paper. Sirius Black was written down on a paper. It's a fair fight. That's my argument. But we're not using Lee Harvey Oswald real life stuff. We're using Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Sirius Black real life? I thought we were discussing uh, no, no, no. characters. Yeah, or... I'm literally saying we're not using real life. Let me finish. <laughs> we're using Sirius Black as portrayed by Gary Oldman. Okay. And we're using Lee Harvey Oswald as portrayed by Gary Oldman. Okay. Did he have multi-victim magic bullets? In the movie, they actually use the word magic bullet theory. JFK, the movie, the one where Gary Oldman played... But his bullet Oldman. didn't perform magic. They never decided if it did or didn't. It was a theory, but there's a chance for it, so it's magic versus magic. It's a fair fight, and I'm giving it to Lee Harvey. Just admit it. Say it. I am a bastard, Fine. but I'm... T <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald it is. How are you going to dodge this bullet, buddy? Dodge this. 
Wait, what movie is that from? Dodge this. That was The Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't in that one, was he? No. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald shooting, Not a, scary old men. shooting at JFK while JFK does the bullet time dodge like Neo. Somebody make that as a gif. I'm laughing way too much at that. Oh, boy. Uh, for the record, I just need you to correct yourself. On this show, we pronounce it Jife. Jife? We don't subscribe to the gif jif argument and therefore subscribe to the third party Jife piss everybody off argument just for that i'm gonna piss you off and call it gorf i'll take it because it's not gif or jif okay next what's your favorite peanut butter gif <laughs> i love jif peanut butter next fight is sid vicious awesome dracula Ooh, that's a good one no it's not it's dracula yeah but think of it this no way. i let you pull sid vicious out of your booty <laughs> it's one of his iconic roles sid vicious it's like the role that launched him exactly at the movie premiere sid vicious's real life mother gave Gary Oldman, the real-life chain and lock that Sid Vicious wore that supposedly he was buried in, so maybe he had more than one. I don't know, but she actually <laughs> gifted that to Gary Oldman she for it to portraying... <laughs> I had to do it, I'm sorry. For portraying her son so beautifully. All right, you know what, though? But seriously, uh, I don't know if I can call this one a win for Dracula, because, yes, he would... Crazed, junkie, immortal being. But he would drink Sid Vicious's blood and get so high off of the residue in his bloodstream that he would probably just kill himself and stay out too late and turn into ash when the sun came up. Okay, ready? CBGB's out in front of the CBGB's, just like River Phoenix. Sid Vicious. <laughs> who are you not trying to trash in this episode? Anybody dead who can't defend themselves, apparently. <laughs> Sid Vicious loses the fight. Okay. Dracula, weakened by the drugs in his system for the next fight. I like it. Because it's... We're doing this um, King of the Rings style. One yeah. fight right after the next. Absolutely. You know, we're not waiting until next week's Monday Night Raw. I like it. King of the Rings style. Wrestling, okay. wrestling analogies that most people won't get, but I like it. But just for the record, though, Sid Vicious, much like Keith Richards, uh, could take a lot of drugs that the average man couldn't. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count Dracula in that average man category because <laughs> that's a lot of drugs. Okay, here's a weird one. Gordon. Commissioner Gordon from the Batman series. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon. And Dr. Smith. From the Lost in Faith, Lost in Faith, Lost in Space, Space movie. movie, starring yeah. the guy from Friends, apparently. Who who played the the main character in that? There was there was like another big actor who played the the, the leader of the family of Robinsons. It's been a while. It I has, don't remember because I never cared. As much as I love Doctor Smith as a character, both versions of him, I'm gonna have to say that Gordon just straight up shoots him in the face. I'm not ready to call Gordon a super cop because I don't think he is. Okay. Altruistic, sure. Excellent. Amb ambitious. But I think there's a lot of Batman fiction with super cop. Jim Gordon. Okay. You know, the Like, like fan former... fiction? No. <laughs> no I think he... I've read that one. No, but like Frank Miller's stuff. He's super cop. Go year one where he can take down multiple Green Berets at once. Yeah. Where he's yeah. special What was the line? I, I used to eat Green Berets for breakfast. I think that was the actual was line. Well, yeah. yeah. There's something like, you know, it's been a while since I... The book's actually right there on the shelf behind you. Movie Gordon. Gary Oldman Gordon is not that Gordon. Very altruistic, a good cop, but a good cop because he's a good cop, not because yeah. excellent combat, excellent detective skills. Like, he doesn't necessarily, as far as we can tell, excel in any cop thing. He's just, like, a driven-by-his-heart Yes. So that's kind of... That's the thing. Yeah, I can see that. But the, the thing is, though, um, Dr. Smith, what he's known for, what his gimmick is, basically, is he's the, the mentor, you know, he, he, he the kids and all that other stuff. He's, he's, a, he's a friend of the family, but he is a coward at his core. Like, seriously, a Shakespearean level coward. He will throw anything in front of him and a bullet, including orphans puppies, kittens, uh, pregnant nuns, which is... And we know how Gordon feels about orphans. Yes, he would shoot the... Uh, no. Actually, no. He wouldn't shoot them, actually, <laughs> correctly. So, crap. So I think I, Gordon I, I, does, in fact, win it. 
He wins it, okay. but I think he accidentally shoots a puppy in the meantime because uh, Smith is throwing puppies in the air trying to block the bullets. Well, no, no, no. Common ground. So it's not in it, space. It's not in a puppy there, mill. It's not lost in space, and it's not Gotham. So I'm thinking... Puppy mill. In space, but they know exactly where they are. Space puppies. Found in space. The yes. moon. Like, we fight on the moon. Absolutely. The dark side of the moon. Like the, 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 the Wizard of Oz. Okay, here's a weird one. Stansfield. Stansfield. Now, for Clarence... Evil Gordon. From the movie Leon the Professional. Right. That immortal line, uh, get me everyone. Everyone? Everyone! I love he's, that line. he's evil Gordon. He's evil Gordon. Ruthless Gordon. Right. And Zorg. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg from The Fifth Element. Oof. Thanks. Zorg wasn't enough. They might have confused it with all the other Zorgs. I love his name that much that I will say Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg as many times as I can in one podcast. Okay, now, I guess this comes down to the question, are they both given their weapon of choice in this fight? Guns. Why wouldn't they have it? Absolutely. You carry a gun on you, the gun's on you, and the fight breaks out. Okay, so the evil Gordon has a uh, service revolver. Uh, Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg has that gun that shoots homing (laughs) bullets out of the size of uh, uh, candy bars. Stansfield couldn't do it if he wanted. He would, uh, it would be an epic death uh, worthy of several Oscars, but he would lose in the end. There's one thing you're forgetting about this fight, though. Okay. If you can argue a way for Stansfield to win it, we're getting Gordon against Stansfield instead of Gordon against Zorg. Yeah, but then it's evil Gordon versus good Gordon. That's what I'm t- telling you. Like, who wouldn't want that? But we're not. But we rolled this up randomly. We, we're, not, we're not fudging fights for okay. the sake of making the next round better. We're talking about straight up hand to hand fist. Tell that to Lou Harvey. Lou Harvey. Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> Tell it to Lou Harvey Oswald. Okay. Well, going back to the, we're, we're in the second round now. Second round. Do it. It's the semifinals. I love it. Your super magical, unbeatable <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald against a high, just super not doing dog. okay Dracula. So Dracula, not quite immortal, but close. Very limited ways you can kill him. Yes. Lee Harvey Oswald, apparently magical. Magic bullets. But they're not silver. They're not. Well, he, well they're sil- not stakes. Yeah, I was gonna say silver bullets. Depending on your which one your version, which version you're going by, silver bullets are more werewolves than Draculas. I mean, but a kind of everything killers also. Yeah, you could, I mean, silver I mean, through like, the heart and all that good stuff. Tell it to Hellboy, who's like, holy water, silver, garlic, you know. Yeah. If it kills something, it's Cilantro, in this bullet, yeah, right? You know, put it all in there. Make a sound. Oh, Cilantro killed one in four people with soap taste. Del- delicious. All right, anyways, as much as I want to say that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald uses his magic bullets to kill Dracula, I'd say even at 50% of his capability, because he's so amazingly high, Dracula turns to mist, evades the bullets, takes out Lee Harvey Oswald's entire head. Right. There's. It's got to be, right? Yeah, even at 50% okay. of his capabilities. So, Dracula's moving on to the finals, but boy, do I have a lot of questions for you. Okay. A, he sobered up, right? No. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, uh, Sid Vicious never was sober. He would take enough drugs at the beginning of the day to last the whole day. We're talking about a vampiric immune system where I'm assuming, like, you cut a vampire, won't kill him. If it's if it's cut, it would take me two weeks to heal. Aren't they healing it pretty darn quick, or are they waiting two weeks for that cut to go away? No, it, it, vampire healing system, if you want to go by the technical... Uh, common folklore is that they heal up when they feed. He has fed. No, 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 no. On Lee Harvey Oswald. He fed on Sid Vicious. And if then you, fed on you, Lee Harvey Oswald. No, 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 no. Play back the tape. If you listen, I said he takes his whole head off. I had no point before but that fight kn- ended said that he drinks his blood. because he, he knows. He learned his he lesson He knows he's drinking. not doing well. He knows he's not doing well, so of course he's going to try and heal himself. He'd be foolish not to. But this is what he would do if he was in his sane, right, rational mind. He's high as a kite. Which is why I said he took his head off because he'd be going <laughs> for the suave, be- debonair, slice, but he's and boom, just takes his entire head off with his claw because he's so high. I said, I can't. I, hi. 
I'll tell you what. My okay. second question would have helped him out later. I will let you choose still high, but I want an automatic yes to my next question. Depends on what the question is. Did he turn Lee Harvey Oswald? No, he took his head off in one clean swipe. No, you... Or, sorry, did he turn uh, Sid Vicious, I meant? No, he drained him. He doesn't want... I mean, he's he's had he's had enough uh, forming musicians as uh, Renfields. He's done Tom Waits reference. So no minions and still high, still high as a kite. I mean, you're trying to give him every crutch you can. I want to make it a fair fight because in- handicap rather not cr- you know yeah mm-hmm. well, you know what I'm saying. So in our other semifinal fight, Jim Gordon. Gotcha. Zorg. Uh, so basically, Zorg went from fighting Evil Gordon to Good Gordon. Now I'm trying to think of how this fight would play out differently. I think if he could beat Evil Gordon, Evil Gordon's much more willing to just be like, oh, I'm going to shoot that guy. Yeah, and oh, uh, I think Gordon would give Zorg a chance, and Zorg would not waste that opportunity. True. Gordon's gone before he, like, in your version, Stansfield pulled his gun, Zorg pulled his gun, right? Well, true, but... In this version, Gordon doesn't even pull his gun. It's true, but there's one thing that I think we're both forgetting that... I forgot until just this moment now. Have you seen Leon the Professional? Been a very long time. It's been like a decade. Drug use. That guy was snorting a whole lot of something. The the evil Gordon. Right. When he fought Zorg, he was his over-the-top hot... Because remember, there's a scene in the bathroom where he's like snorting coke or something. I think it was amphetamines, the way he was so charged up after that. So I'm thinking the amphetamines might have been what put him over the edge. Whereas but Gordon, Gordon is still so good that I think Zorg would shoot him before he even pulled his weapon. But that's the thing. He's so good that he's good with a gun. You I meant so good, like, so altruistic. He's also a cop. He's also... Right. So he's not just going to shoot somebody. He's a good cop. He's not going to shoot somebody just for showing up. He's going to shoot them because they're doing something wrong. But the thing he did wrong was one shot killing Gordon so he doesn't get a chance to deal with it. Well, you said these fights are rapid rapid fire procession, right? So the gun's still in his hand, but he doesn't... Still smoking and there's a dead uh, guy from uh, the professional right in front of him. It's got to be Zorg. Uh... By your logic alone... Okay, let's say Gordon gets shot off on Zorg. Okay. Is it a kill shot? Does it kill... Is it a kill shot that he shot? And did the kill shot kill Zorg? Wait, no, no, we have to rephrase that. He's a cop. By what you said, he's altruistic. He wouldn't just go for the kill shot. But he sees a guy who looks like a Batman villain because he's got the half-shaved head and he's holding a big-ass gun. You're not allowed to bring in people. I'm not bringing in people. Okay, so he's a cop. Turn on the... Oh, I'm using a no, shoulder no, no, walking no, talk right no, now. Turn no, on the bat signal. No, let me finish. Okay. What he would do is he would point his gun at him and say, drop the weapon because I'm a cop. This is what I would do. When Zorg didn't and tried to turn a gun on him, Gordon being always... The cop instincts... What he does already, Zorg's gun do? He already has a bead on him. What does Zorg's gun do? They trace bullets. They, 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 they home in on the, the target. But he wouldn't even have to aim. He'd be like, yeah, I'll totally put no, it no, down. No, 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 no. If you're going to quote it, quote it right. He has to get a tracer bullet off first. He has to get okay, one right. successful bullet to shoot. After that, he could fire anywhere. Gordon has the instinct. He pulls his gun out to begin with. He says, drop the weapon. Zorg doesn't. He Maybe he tries to draw it. Maybe he tries to run. Either way, Gordon shoots him. Obviously, he wouldn't shoot him if he was trying to run away. But Zorg wouldn't run away. Zorg would turn the gun. Gordon, with the instinct, already having the gun drawn on him. Boom, one shot, Zorg down. Yeah, but he wouldn't go for a kill shot still. He'd go for an incapacitating shot. This is a fight to the end. And then he has him arrested. And Zorg just incapacitates like that. Yeah, he's a cop. He would shoot him in like the shoulder or the hip or something that wouldn't kill him, but drop him so he drops the weapon. Or shoot him in the shoulder so he can't fire the gun. It's a big-ass gun. This thing looks like they weigh at least 30 pounds. I'm going to say cop instincts. How do you think guns are? I don't know. But they it, make uh, them exclusively of lead. But right? in the future... In the few- in That's the why future, I say I'm going to pump you full of lead. Shut up. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is the cop instinct would prevail in this situation over the maniacal want to destroy and kill of Zorg's craziness. That's why I would go with Gordon. I know what that sets up for the next fight, and I apologize, but that's how I see this fight going. I think you're just doing it to... No, I'm not. I'm being completely honest. I love Zorg. You can ask my wife. Emmanuel, Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg is one of my favorite characters of all time. Just saying the name doesn't mean you're being fair. It doesn't matter. I love saying the name. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. So for the final, 
We have Are you all, unhealed, You're agreeing with me then. We have an unhealed... Okay. I'm moving the fight along. How about that? Oh, for the don't final, do that. For the final, we have an unhealed, doped-up Dracula, mm-hmm. who, as far as I can tell, still has taken no damage in this fight other than the being super high. Yes. Against Gordon. Okay. Also seems to have taken no damage in this fight. I feel like I've dominated every one of these matches. It's supposed to be a discussion between both of us, so I would like to ask you how you think this fight went first. I mean, I've first. been leading conversation. Let's let's go back to, I mean, Dracula, aside from various superpowers he has, a bullet won't drop him. Like, what does Gordon have at his disposal? Exactly. Service revolver, handcuffs. So he can mist his way out of handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Revolver won't drop him. Yep. I mean, what's Gordon got to do? Give him chase until sunlight? Like, of course not. Yeah. So, I mean... I can't see it. It, it always feels a little lame just being like, well, the immortal guy won the whole thing. Well, of course the immortal guy won the whole thing, but I think, you know, I mean, Dracula, we handicapped him and everything. Yeah. When all's said and done, that guy just can't be dropped by Gordon's means. True. I'm not arguing. You're absolutely right. right. I mean, there's no other way to go about it, right? <laughs> but here's the thing. We rolled this up completely random. Yeah, but you I had, chose to put Dracula in it. You had two... No, Sirius Black versus Dracula would have been a fair fight. A fair-er fight, mind you. Probably Zorn. not fair at all, because Sirius Black was able to lose to Lee Harvey Oswald's magic bullet. Fresh. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald versus Dracula, you know? He could have avra him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We roll these fights at random, and this is the way it went. Dracula is not an un- He got stopped by Keanu Reeves, for crying out loud. Keanu Reeves and... Okay, Alan... Uh, no, uh, Alan Rickman. Um, Anthony Hopkins did help him, but ultimately he got dropped by Keanu Reeves. How, how yeah, tough you that guy be? has dropped all sorts of people. Come on. He's dropped... How many people are on the planet? Like, 7 billion? So, 7 billion Agent Smiths. Okay, a lot of Hugo Weavings. Yeah, just endless... Um, yeah, and he dropped uh, uh, Bodie from uh, right, Point, Point Break. Right, Point Break. Yeah, there we go. Uh, dude, have you seen John Wick yet? I haven't, but I want to see it. I'm going to wait for it comes on a red box. good. Like, it's one of the best movies. It's weird to say that, uh, like, a weird Keanu yeah. action movie is one of the best 2014. I heard it got a lot of good reviews, and I am a huge Keanu Reeves are you really? Then you'll love it. It was weirdly good. There's a reason Point Break is one of the greatest movies ever made. It's a piece of crap movie, but it's Swayze and, and Reeves, and those are my two. Those are my man crushes. I'm not gonna and lie. And as a dog owner, I think it'll hold a special place in your heart. Yeah, I heard there's some kind of reference to dog. But anyways, we're, we're John Wicking this conversation up a bit here. But anyways, I uh, we rolled this up completely randomly. Yeah, it's Dracula. He's the and, man. And I think that, handicapped aside, I think that's how it would go logically. So, why don't you tell us, you can't really tell us who won, because we told you who won, suckers. Uh, is, why don't you tell us how we got it wrong? Was there a Gary Oldman that should have been in here that wasn't? Did we just screw it all up and we missed something? And of course, Lee Harvey Oswald wouldn't have beaten Sirius Black. Sirius Black could have taken on Dracula, who was high at the time, stood a chance. Who knows? Tell us how we did it all wrong and should have done it differently. Yeah. Because we probably did all wrong and should have done differently. We, we probably did. Uh, no. We are the worst at this. John is uh, John. Uh, Josh has been a uh, mainlining whiskey this entire fight, so he's probably a little drunk right now. To not, you know, he's probably just you know a little wrong. Didn't agree with me as much as. What did I say? Mainlining whiskey. Yeah, you're injecting it right into your arm. Like, I'm just got an IV of it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm snorting it out of you're, another. You're snorting whiskey uh, like you do, and um, you know, smoking uh, mushrooms. I don't know how drugs work. Yeah, so tell us how to fix this fight, how we got it wrong. Like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash nerdfightingpodcast. Subscribe on SoundCloud. That's soundcloud.com slash nerdfightcast. Share it. Tell people, yeah. Do whatever you feel like, really. Don't let me tell you what to do. That's... Come on, be your own person. That's what life's really about. Think for yourself or crying out loud. Now I have to assign Roland some sort of sign-off. Something to do with Gary Olden, I'm assuming. I mean, it's gotta be, right? Uh... 
Or that other Google search you did. I did? Without the R. Oh, that's right. Yes, uh, Gary Oldman without the R. Something else entirely. Oh, I remember exactly how I want this to be signed off. Earlier, you got a little stuttery. And I think you got to give us your greatest Merry Melodies sign-off for this episode, right? Merry Melodies? Uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Should I do it in a Gary Oldman voice? I just, there's no better way to do it. Okay. Except in Alan Rickman's voice. All right, I'll do it, I'll do it as the, uh, the guy from The Professional then. So, as always, this was NFP, the Nerdfighting Podcast. I was your host, Josh. I am Roland. And as always... Oh, did I just say that twice? I gotta edit that. Shoot. It's okay, don't worry about it. No. You wanna try it again? So this was NFP, the Nerdfighting Podcast. I was your host, Josh. I am Roland. And as always... Uh, that's all, folks. That's all, folks. That's all, folks! Oh, boy. NFP Nerdfighting Podcast was produced and directed by myself, Josh Kirby, with the help of Roland Logan. You can find me on the social media you can find me on as New Josh City, and you can find Roland's YouTube show at facebook.com slash pepper show. You can find NFP on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdfighting podcast, or subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes as NFP Nerdfighting Podcast, or you can email the show at nerdfightcast at gmail.com. 